welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Hi, Natalie. Hello. So Natalie, let me let me give you the proper introduction. Okay, She is an expert in developing people and building scalable teams. 
And she has interviewed, hired, trained, and led thousands of employees over the course of her career. And she is phenomenal. She attended the London School of Economics. And Natalie uses her unique blend of operational and financial skill sets to change people's lives. And I read her book, People, two times. It's called Teamwork. I read it two times, Natalie. That's how good it was. And I love leadership and leadership books. And I know a little bit about leadership and leadership books. And this book is fantastic. So I wanted to interview her for about 20, 25 minutes just about leadership and uh, how we can get better. So Natalie, thanks for coming on Clubhouse here. Tim, thank you for having me. This is actually my second time on Clubhouse. I have listened from afar as part of the Cardone team. I know Grant is on here making waves uh, and oftentimes listen to that, but this is one of my first times participating and I'm just excited to be here. Okay, so let's let's start with you know, every time somebody writes a book, there's something that usually inspires them. What was the inspiration that led you to write this uh, new book called Teamwork that is doing so, so well? So what, what inspired you to write it? You know, when I first started leading team members, I was 21 years old, and I'll never forget the moment that I had my first team meeting with these new direct reports. And I had read leadership books before I understood. I kind of define it as like this philosophy, this this more esoteric, long-term development. I don't know if you can hear the background. I'm actually at a business boot camp in the back right now. Is, is my audio okay? Yeah, it is. It just sounds like you're by the beach, but that's okay. Oh, kind of by the beach, uh, but yeah. there's a thousand people in the other room, so I'll try to make it so that I'm not so distracted. Um, so I, I had read, you know, things about how I could develop myself, but I didn't really feel like I had the tool set to understand how do I conduct a one-on-one -on -one with these team members? How do I actually have performance reviews? How, what do agendas look like? And so I wrote the book for leaders who have the goal of scaling and building their teams, but don't necessarily know the tactical part of leading a team and guiding that team and fi finding the right team members to begin with. I love it. Okay, so so Natalie, I know a little bit about your secret sauce because I'm friends with you and your husband. But you know, when you look at, there's books out there like Ray Dalio, Principles, Lee Iacocca, who was so great in leadership, Robert Iger, uh, who led Disney, and now I have Natalie Dawson that I'm talking to. What is kind of a little bit of your secret sauce as a leader? Like people are following you, your leadership is working. What is one is what is a little bit of your secret sauce? I would say the secret sauce that I've figured out over the last, especially two and a half years as we've been building Cardone Ventures. Just a little background on that: we had zero employees two and a half years ago. And I had never directly recruited a single person in my life. But when you're in startup mode, you start to learn new skill sets because you have to. And so I became head recruiter and head of operations. And as we were looking for new team members, one of the things that we just so lasered in on and really made the forefront of our recruiting efforts were the team members' goals that we were bringing on board. And so it's one thing as a business owner to say what, what a lot of business owners say, which is we're a growth-oriented company. But for us, we, we truly are a growth-oriented 
company and we have these massive goals to be able to help business owners across the world. And so early on in the interview process, I was having a fairly lengthy conversation of conversations with candidates about where they saw their personal, professional, and financial goals over the next three to five years and how Cardone Ventures could be the vehicle for them to be able to achieve those goals. And just that alone set us up for success to have the right team members be aligned initially. But once they're in the door, how do you continue to create this energy and this create uh, that allows people to come into an environment where they actually believe and are supported to achieve these things that they've never achieved before. And so this personal, professional, and financial goal planning process that we instituted very early on and now are really rolling it out at scale, we have a little over 90 team members now, is the core of how we not only attract great team members, but how we, we lead from the inside so that the team stays aligned with how, with how much growth we've, we've had. I love that from your book. You talk a lot about alignment and you're sharing about that now. And one of the things you say in your book is that it's important to stay on mission because if the, if the leader does not know the mission, then all of a sudden people that you're trying to lead are just giving all their opinions. So tell me a little bit about why it's important to state your mission, stay on mission, so the rest of the team can stay in alignment. Yeah, I love that most business consultants kind of botch this whole mission thing because it gets people really excited to think about why they do what they do. But I find that oftentimes business owners just get entirely stuck in defining what that one thing is that the business is actually serving. And so for us, we're here at Cardo Ventures to help business owners achieve their personal, professional, and financial goals through the growth of their businesses. So when it comes to team members, like they know that they're coming to us. We don't, our mission is not animals, right? We're not, we're not attracting people who want to be in the veterinarian space. We're not attracting people who are anti business growth. I one time had an interview just a couple of months ago. And after telling the, the team member, you know, Cardo Ventures, we help business owners achieve their personal, professional and financial goals through the growth of their businesses. And then I proceeded to say, what are your professional goals over the next five years? And the candidate said, you know, I don't really believe in goals. And for me, that is such a filtering mechanism to create alignment, because in that moment, I'm allowed to just stop that interview because there is no alignment with what she perceives as her role in this organization. If somebody doesn't believe in goals, there's no way that they're gonna be able to come inside and actually help us do what we're trying to do, which is help people achieve their goals. So when business owners don't have this clarity and they don't know why they do what they do and they don't enforce everybody else knowing why they do what they do, you're really setting the team up for failure, but you're also not really able to service the client or the customer, or if you are in the animal space, the pet, whoever it is that you're serving, you're not able to really do that properly because nobody knows that that was the purpose to begin with. And then everybody inside the organization just ends up being lost. If you're coming on late, I'm talking to Natalie Dawson, my friend. She wrote a new book called Teamwork that I have read twice and people that I'm coaching, I'm having many of them go through this book. So Natalie, um, tell us a little bit about what we can learn from this book. Cause everybody's a leader. 
I think that if you have children, you're a leader. If you're an aunt or uncle, you're a leader. If you're a teacher, you're a leader. Everybody's a leader in one way or another. So what can we learn from your new book called Teamwork? Hey, Tim, before, before Natalie answers, I just want to ask everybody to go down to the bottom on the left and use those two little arrows and let's post something in the hallway so people will see what's happening in here because you want people in this conversation and also use that little plus sign and let's invite some others in here so that you can share this. No stingy energy in here. All right, Tim, back to you, sir. Back to Natalie. Thank you, David. Okay, so, so Natalie, what can we learn uh, from this book about leadership? I think the biggest takeaway from the book is how do you, in any aspect of your life, because to your point, Tim, every single person is a leader. It doesn't matter if it's just the corporate environment or if we're talking about your family, we're talking about being a leader in the community. Every single person is a leader. And my biggest leadership takeaway from the book is leadership becomes stale if there is not a path for growth. And I break down these three phases of growth, which is alignment, development, and transition. So how do you get everybody on the same page? What does that alignment look like for whoever it is that you're leading? Maybe you're even leading yourself and you have to get with yourself on, hey, I'm gonna start waking up early in the morning. Hey, I'm gonna start reading 30 minutes of a book every day. Hey, I'm gonna start exercising. You have to get in alignment with what your actual goals are. And then once you figure out, okay, this is, this is the page that we're on with either yourself or the group that you're with, then the next steps are, okay, what does the development plan look like? How do I actually go from where I'm at to where I want to go? And then once you achieve those things, or in, in a lot of cases, development doesn't actually end in this raw, raw moment where we're all excited because we've achieved this goal. There has to be some sort of reset. And so that's where I, I really dive into the book with what do you do in transition? How do you get back to where you want to be, which is aligning with your goals, developing your goals and achieving your goals? So that transition phase is really important. But I think that the main takeaway, if we think about this as a framework, and I like to use this kind of flow chart image where you have to move from alignment into development, then into transition. And it's just this ever repeating process. If you're stuck in one of those areas for too long, or as a leader in a team, in a corporate environment, if your team members are stuck in what I like to call purgatory, you're stuck in development purgatory, maybe you've been in the same role for three years. Well, of course, you're not going to have a motivated team if they've been stuck in the same role for three years or five years or seven years. And it's not a surprise when they're disengaged and the business isn't growing and it's stagnated year over year when your team has not actually been able to see what transition can look like. And so the book really lays out at each one of those alignment, development, and transition points, what touch points you can put inside your business or inside your life to be able to get people out of being stuck in one area and continuing to move and grow and develop. I really like that in your book. And I think that Natalie, what you're talking about with development is so important. And it's it's almost like if people aren't developed, it's so easy to discard them and just get rid of them. And just like that person's not growing, but really they need to be in a place of development and growth uh, at all times. So Natalie, one of the things I find fascinating about you, and I'll just ask you uh, this question and one more is that you you really started to work hard 
as a young person and just uh, dialoguing with you and your husband the other day, even in high school, you were really working on your own development and education. Why was that so important to you, even in high school, to work on your development? I've always had this itch and this disappointment that I think is a gift. In hindsight, it's 2020, but I used to not think it was a gift. I was just very disappointed with where I was at in life, whether I was in middle school and I didn't get the A plus, I got an A minus. I, I have always just had this urge to say I'm able and capable of doing more. And that's one thing that I so appreciate about the work that I get to do with business owners, because I believe that if you are a good person and you've created a good product, then every business owner knows that feeling of I'm capable of doing more. My potential is so much greater than where I'm at right now. And so for me, that itch came through academics uh, when I was in middle school and high school and transitions for, for college to where I just wanted to push myself more because I knew that I was capable of something greater. And not that academics are the, the tell-all. You know, my husband didn't go, to, didn't go to college, barely finished high school and has created a remarkable business. It has nothing to do with what the vehicle is, but I do believe that every human being has this line where they're at, where they're currently operating. And there is not a person on this planet who couldn't be offering more, couldn't be creating a bigger impact. And that's what really drives me even today to just continue to push and push and, and learn more. I love that. So talking to Natalie Dawson, her husband is Brandon Dawson, my friend. Uh, and they do a lot with Elena Cardone, Grant Cardone, and, um, just Natalie, I'm, I'm so excited about this book. Can you tell us how people can get it? And I really encourage people to, to get this book be, again, because it's, it's leadership in all areas. She'll teach you how to scale anything. And I'm using it in my own coaching. And believe me, people send me books all the time, but I'm using this in my own coaching. So Natalie, how do we get the book? That is awesome to hear, Tim. That makes me so happy. Uh, the, you can get the book at cardoneventures.com forward slash teamwork. That's cardoneventures.com forward slash teamwork. It's also available at Amazon or any other place that you buy books. The audiobook is coming out very shortly, but it is super visual. There's a lot of different graphs and images and charts and things that are in there. And then also when you buy the book, there is a free downloadable for every single document that I have used and developed over the last three years to build the team that we have at Cardone Ventures, which is gonna scale above 150 and, and all of these processes work. They are things that we actually use every single day inside our business. And that's a big, a big takeaway and they can all be downloaded straight to your inbox. That's, that's huge. Okay, any last thoughts, Natalie? Any last thing you wanna to say to the listeners today? Yeah, I, I would just, you know, encourage you guys. I know it's, it, it, this is a group of people who is tuning into a show called Breakfast with Champions. You are a champion. Every single one of you has the potential to do more and to create more. And if you're, you have that similar feeling around, oh man, there's this impact that I'd like to make, but I don't know how to do it. And, and maybe you feel stuck right now, man, now is the time to just lean into all of the opportunities that the, the 2022, this version of this century really has to offer to all of us because there's no shortage of being able to connect with new people, 
And if you're a good person, sell great products to people who are in need of of people who are willing and daring enough to go out into the world and say, hey, I, I do this thing. I want to help these people and I want to be able to help you and make an impact on your life. So I am rooting for you. I am cheering for you. I hope that as you continue to endeavor in your career and your business that you will find great success uh, and anything that I can ever do to help guide and advise around how to build teams and people who will come around and support you in your business endeavors. I would love to have those conversations. I love it. Natalie, thanks for taking time today. You're busy. Let's get our book teamwork and Natalie Dawson. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tim. David Hill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm going to pin a link up top for Natalie's book. I'm sorry I didn't do that sooner. Um, so we'll get that up there in a minute. Is, is Natalie still here? I had a quick question. I, I am here. Oh, yeah, Natalie, you said something in the beginning, and I'm, I'm going to get your book up there in a, in a second. You used the word tool set. And so what do you what do you mean by, like, I think mindset? Like, what, what's tool set? The tool set that I was talking about is like the the physical forms and the actual tools that you have to bring and prep for meetings and for uh, organizing a business and creating a team structure. So it, I always just felt like there was there were no tools. They were just there were a lot of concepts and people would throw around all these concepts and you can download things online that say, you know, how do you lead a team agenda? But if, if you don't actually know the source of that and you don't know how it all comes together, you really just have a tool, but it's not a set. It's not the full when you go to a hardware store, you get the full set. You could buy one off items. But if you're looking for a set of, oh, this works here, and then this is the project that this is helpful for, you have a complete picture. And oftentimes, I just felt like there was no complete picture. It was not from A to Z. And so teamwork really has the full set of tools that any leader would need in order to, to create this highly aligned, highly engaged team. Thank you for answering that. That's, that's I, awesome. I like that answer. Make sure we all follow Natalie. Make sure we follow her. And... Um, so, David, I want to take the next uh, few minutes and just find out what people learned. Like, a few people come on. Maybe you could help moderate that of what they Absolutely. learned. And then Absolutely. the second part of the program, I'm going to talk about uh, people's stories about their setbacks to comebacks. What comeback have you had? Because we always talk about setbacks, but the last part of the, the, the time that I have today, I want to talk about your comeback story. So, everybody here... You have a little comeback story and David's going to help moderate that. But first, for the first few minutes right now, let's talk about what did you just learn from Natalie's discussion? So just give a, give me a mic flash if you want to add something to this, if you want to share your takeaway. Okay, I see credit and then keep flashing if you want to add. Now I'll start creating a cue. So credit, you're up. Thank you. Hey, sorry, I had to yeah. change to uh, from music mode to... Uh regular mode but thank you so much for bringing Natalie on I actually met Natalie in person at the ladies 10x a few years ago in Las Vegas and what an impression she has made on me I mean talk about leadership talk about teamwork talk about being dynamic in the space um, I was just excited to see Natalie come on board but in terms of um, her suggestion about workbooks and so forth everything that people uh, are using nowadays are on an iPhone. They're, they're, even calendars are virtual. 
and for me, I've always been the person that does the physical work where I have whiteboards everywhere, where I have workbooks everywhere, where I have things that I write down. There's something magical about mind spilling the thoughts in your head down to a piece of paper and actually implementing these particular steps. So I'm so excited that Natalie's having that. And I, I just ordered some books for not only for myself, but for my team members and also for some of my coaching clients and advisory clients. Those are the gifts that go a long way when you're able to transfer knowledge and transfer experience to the people that you care about, the people that you surround yourself with. So I'm excited. Thank you so much for coming on board, Natalie. And uh, in terms of Tim's story, as questions about, you know, having your setback be your comeback. You know, if you can tap my face gently, you can read my story about how I was a co-founder of a tech company in Vegas. And when 2008 happened, I basically lost everything. But not only that, but having to deal with lawsuits and dealing with foreclosures on my house and lo losing all my money and not having access to capital. So at that point, how do you overcome getting back to, rea like getting back to life? And I think that journey in itself has taught me a lot of resilience and being relentless and being able to pull yourself up when you have no resources and becoming resourceful. And I think everyone here, whether you're going through a tough time or not, understand that there's a story behind it and you're actually living a life that you're meant to live because the journey that you go through, you're now able to help more people by recovering. And for me, it's it's the financial space, it's the credit space. And learning that lesson has actually paved the way to creating a, uh, a purpose of my life and being able to now impact more life through the message of financial literacy and also credit. So thank you so much, Tim. I just wanted to tell that story and um, and always nice seeing you on stage. Appreciate that. That is a great you, share. I, I love your spirit and man, uh, you turn your setback into a comeback because you're not sitting or settling or cementing yourself in that at all. So I, I'm, I'm proud of you. I really am. Great, great share. David, who is up next? Thank you, Credit. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, give me a mic flash. And Tim, has my, has my audio gone up? Somebody told me my audio. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Audio was, seemed to be lower as it, as it increased. I think you have a- like I would a, like to share. My name is Winif. Yeah. Is that okay? Of course. Absolutely. So I'm going to share what I learned first, then I'll tell you my story of setback to combat. So I'm building um, a network called the Girl Force Movement Network in Nigeria. I'm actually located in Charlotte, North Carolina. And the, the, the Girl Force Movement is a coalition of nonprofit organizations that are advocating for the girl child across the UN Sustainable Development Goals. So what I learned today is that I have to really focus on my, the story, the purpose of the, of the movement so, so that people can be aligned. And I also have to focus on providing programs for capacity building 
so that people can be developed. So you, she talked about this process, Natalie talked about alignment, development and transition. And that's kind of a framework I'm going to take away to work with and focus on telling the mission statement every time we have a monthly meeting to train, to rewire their brains so that everybody's focused and then provide a lot of capacity building programs so that they are developed. And I want to say that I love what you're saying so far. It's Tim's story. And please don't ever lose your accent. Okay, thank you. Don't, don't ever lose your don't ever lose your accent. And I I love Nigeria. I love I love Nigeria. And isn't it awesome that that Natalie is from the U.S. and it's it's touching somebody in a whole other country. So tell tell us uh, just for a, a brief minute, what are you doing now? Are you leading a company, or what do you do now? So yes, I have a company called ThinkSTEM Foundation. So this is my setback to come back. So um, I left the corporate world. I'm an engineer by training, systems engineer. I left the corporate world to set up ThinkSTEM Foundation two decades ago because I wanted to build the minority female tech talent pipeline. I also wanted to homeschool my children. But then I went through domestic violence and lost everything. And my two children, I was able to stay focused and they are in Stanford and Princeton. But but my comeback story is at the people that have mentored that are not part of my nuclear family. And over Christmas, I was able to meet one of them in Toronto. She's a Nigerian female engineer who was in Nigeria two years ago. And I worked with her to get her into to pursue a master's program in York University in Toronto. I'd never met her. So the meeting, the first time I met her in December, I'd never met her physically. And she sounded very quiet on the phone. These two years I was working with her. And when I met her physically, she's like 6'3", and I'm 5'3", so she's kind of a giant. So, so the combat really is my ability, despite everything I've lost, to make a, an impact on people's lives, to use what I know, and use that to coach people, to mentor people, to give them resources so that they can pursue the life of their dreams. I so love that. Okay, one... make sure make sure and follow her, and we have a, a line of people. So thank you, and make sure and follow her, David. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That setback to come back. I texted you before we got on this morning, and I said, one thing I love about you is that in the area of leadership, because you're you're leading, and I'm I'm following you on social media, and you're just putting out some great great content uh strong um Thanks, but Tim. there was there was a time where you've had setbacks in your life and as a leader you decided to have a comeback give us a little bit of that and then we'll go back to other people yeah i appreciate that now and before i do that i'm going to ask everybody if you if you look down at the bottom left corner there's two arrow circles and it says 94 let's let's all share something in the hallway to to grow the space this is an amazing space that Mr. Glenn Lundy, Lundy put together with his team, with Sarah and, 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 and Candace. And so let's share the space. Also invite some others in. We have Mr. Tim Story for about another 20 minutes. So let's invite some people into this conversation. This is a very important conversation. And yes, I am talking to you. That's right, you. So, yep. All right, we hit 100 already. Great job. Okay, Tim, set back to comeback, man. Set back to comeback, yeah. Dude, my uh, my whole like half my life, you know, my childhood and into my twenties, I would I have to say for the most part was a setback, just based on 
where I come from. And, you know, I, I got involved in personal development and, and, uh, you know, I, and I changed a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things that have changed in my life. You know, I've spent some time coaching with you. I'm, I mean, there's a lot of things, but I'm going to be short. I would say the, the, the thing I got is, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father. I, I have three amazing daughters that have never experienced anything like, like I experienced. I have a, a wife that's never experienced anything like my mother went through growing up because, you know, I have perspective. And, and I think that is really my, my, my gift right now is I have perspective for people that, you know, because I've been through some of that stuff where people are going through those struggles, where people are up on, uh, you know, up on stages in front of people, but inside they, they feel like they're, you know, they're, they're scared to death or they're, or they're really a fraud and they don't think they belong on the stage, but yet they're there. So I've experienced that, you know, so I think I can help people because I've been there. You know, I, I've been, Tim, you know this, I told you, I was, you know, everybody on the outside thought I was doing great. I'm making a lot of money, I'm selling a ton of homes, I'm coaching, but I'm in bed. <laughs> you know, in the middle of the day, I'm not, I'm, I'm in bed, right? So I had to go through that, Tim, for perspective. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I also see Mr. Grant Cardone just in, entered the room. So I wanna, I wanna acknowledge Grant. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass it back to you, though, Tim. And then, so, Grant, uh, Tim's story. We're talking about turning your setbacks to comebacks. Is it possible? I'm walking proof it's possible. You're not, you're not joking. And you know, I tell you something. I was watching you the last couple of days. It, I feel like you're just getting more momentum. You just, you're getting more momentum. And Grant, I was telling earlier about some people sit in a setback, some people settle in a setback. But man, you got to have a comeback. And I just want you to know, Natalie Dawson did a great job today. I interviewed her about her new book, and she did fantastic. So just so you know, I was just texting her. I was texting her saying, "Hey, you got to, you got to change the thumbnail that they created for you, Natalie." I know she's listening right now. So <clears throat> somebody created a thumbnail that doesn't transport to social media very well. This is a mistake that happens a lot for all of us here, by the way. And that book has got a forward for me. It's magnificent on building teams. Yes. So, so what is, what is part of uh, her secret sauce? Because she is, she is really good at what she does. And you and Elena are around uh, her and Brandon a lot, but what is part of the secret sauce and why is the book so good? Well, you, you got I think a lot of us, I know for myself, I was, given so much misinformation about partners and working with others, like it was dangerous and stay small and, you know, like all that, Tim, that I know you and I share in common that stay small, keep it tight. Kevin Hart and I had this conversation because he talks about in his Netflix, um, when they, when they, that show they did on Kevin about he's going to keep his circle what it is and i told him i said no you will not and if you do it'll be the demise of you you have to bring in new people as you change and mature and grow very good you know so it'd be like me having all my high school friends would be in my circle today everybody hopefully the people that hopefully you're growing and hopefully you're changing growing means change and i'm changing my mind i'm changing my ideas i might be changing where i live i mean those guys are walking examples of what to do so <clears throat> they came to our growth conference i was just talking to jared by the way about you for sunday 
Um, but yeah, I want to do it, Grant. Don't forget. Yeah, they came to our conference and sat. They sat in the front three rows. They paid all the money to be there. Super hack, by the way, right there. If you on the comeback, you guys don't need to keep sitting in the back seats. You don't gradually need to move yourself from the back of the room to the front of the room. You can literally go from the back of the room to the front of the room with one check, one Visa, one MasterCard, one American Express. All you got to do is bang the card. You go to the front of the room. Tim, it's it's the biggest, greatest hack in the world. People will borrow money to buy a house, but they won't borrow money to, like, move themselves up in life. And this is what You know, that's so true. So, so, so true. Grant, where are we doing 10X this year? Because you got you got a lot of people that know where 10X is going to be and some people that do not. Yeah, Miami, Miami, uh, Miami in uh, March. And, uh, and you got Miami. you got Dipl- a lineup Diplomat already, Hotel. Grant. You got a big lineup already. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're almost sold out already, by the way. So we're two months, two months out. Uh, we're probably not going to announce any of the speakers. I know you know who they are, uh, some of yes. them. But we're going to probably go with a kind of a, a just a secret list, and have pe- have people trust us that we're going to deliver. Because some uh, of the speakers so. are some of the most well-known people in the world, but yet he doesn't even have to announce them, and we're still going to sell out. And, and and that's again with your messaging about the comeback. Like if you're trying to come back from something, you probably destroy trust. I've never met anybody that was coming back that hadn't lost trust with themselves or with the public or with their family. I lost trust with everyone around me. So part of the comeback is that you have to rebuild trust in yourself. The most damage I did was to myself, not to others. And, and so I had to rebuild that trust. I think a lot of people trying to stack confidence or some emotional um, what's the word? Uh, some, uh, some trick, some, some trick. You're like trying to change your emotional state without changing trust in yourself. You can't, it won't last, right? You can get excited and enthusiastic, but it's not. No, no, I, I agree with that. I think some people grant, they even try to change their language, but they never change really their heart self. Yeah. I got to change. And I don't know how to change my heart, but I do know how to, Hey, I'm gonna wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Then I have to do it. Discipline, man. Discipline is you can have all the talent in the world. Discipline will beat it. You can have all the talent and never get paid. You got to have discipline, discipline, discipline. You could, you could actually make it Tim without talent. If you have discipline. So good. So, so, so good. And and so true. And I think that when you have a setback, you, it could be really positive if you turn it the right way because guys like us, we, we realized we had to hustle more, fight more. And, you know, I teach that where you have the sight of something, the right to it, but man, you got to have the fight. You got to have the fight. Mm. Every day, baby. Every day. Grant, thanks hey, for coming on. Sounds like you're getting dressed to go do something big. I'm always, I'm always going to do something big because nothing else feels good. <laughs> I love you, Grant. Love you. Hey, Grant, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to throw a question at you, Grant. So something Tim said is talked about the 10x growth con. It's already almost sold out, but yet we don't even we don't even know who the speakers are yet, right? 
so you you all one of the things that you share is is best known always beats best right talk, can you can you talk to us about that is does that is that why your events sold out already yeah so so look i've been showing up i mean people can criticize me i know there's people on this panel right now and in the audience you you don't like my style or you don't like my delivery or whatever that's all cool there's probably some of you here that I don't like your style and I don't like your delivery. So we all good on that, right? But the difference, the, the problem is, or the opportunity is that you do know me because I can convert someone, right? So there was an old, impre- uh, when I started in a, in a sales job when I was a kid and the guy said, look, first impression is most important. You never get a chance for a first, another first impression. Make sure you make a good first impression. I'm like, shit, dude, I'm screwed. Most of the time, nobody likes me when they meet me. And so I'm like, that's either going to be true or not true for me. And the problem with that concept is first impression is not lasting. Most people don't even remember your name when they meet you. If you, if you, like, not everything we're told is true, right? So what I'm saying, David, is like, you, you know, the first time you saw me, you probably didn't remember me. And I had to show up a second time, a third time, a fourth time. I'll bet you 50% of my audience, I've I've not polled this, but half of the audiences probably did not like me the first time they saw me. But I kept showing up. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Clubhouse or any audio. Any audio platform has got the benefit of somebody actually not having a first impression that I get a chance to renew myself, redeem myself on this app because people get enough time to actually hear me and interchange with me. Maybe even disagree with me the first, you know, uh, on some platform and then later say, oh, wow, but I really agree with them on this one. Instagram and Facebook and YouTube really don't do that. You know, it's a one-way flow. Uh, I hit you, but I, I keep, the, the beautiful part about those distribution channels is I get to keep hitting you over and over and over again until you know me, okay? Nobody's going to buy from you if they don't trust you, and nobody's going to trust you if they don't know you. So to me, the data, the senior is I got to get people to know me. I don't need to worry about the trust factor yet. I need to worry about do you even know me? And then I need to show up every day. Every day I need to show up so that they trust that I have confidence in my message. So people cannot like me full circle on this. People can say, I don't like me, but they'll never say, they'll never say anything about my work ethic. That's very powerful. If, if I could just say this grant. So I was eating last night with one of our top authors in the world. And he, he has literally sold millions of books. And I was not so far from where you hang out. Sometimes I was in Malibu last night. And so I brought you up and he said, oh, I know that guy. And he started talking about what you do. Grant, he's in a whole different space. This guy writes books about other things, not even self-help motivation, but he saw you and he heard you because of what you just said. You kept showing up. Yes. And, and, and it's, you know, you notice, Tim, I show up on a lot of different verticals right so i could be talking about money finance buying don't buy a home don't buy a home then i go buy a home and i show people how to buy a home 
And, and then people are going to say, oh, he doesn't even take his own advice. Now they're going to keep talking about me because they're like, oh, he violated his own principles. And well, not actually, I didn't violate my own principle and I didn't buy a house. I bought a castle. You, you, you bought it. You bought a castle. And remember we used to On talk the beach. about, yeah, by the, by, by the beach. And I'm, and I'm coming to you soon, just so you know. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I need some Tim Story in my house. Yeah, I'm going to come to your house soon. I'm, I'm, I'm right now in Santa Monica, but I'm booked all day, and so are yeah, you. Yeah, no, I left. I left. I'm back in Miami. I'm doing a boot camp all day today and to, uh, for the next three days. But I'm going to be back yeah. there, Tim, at the end of the month. So we'll hook up. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to come to you. But Grant, right. we love you, come man. On, man. And, you know uh, what I like about Clubhouse? Sometimes, Tim, next. you and I are to just get in here and just. We are to just shoot the sh like not try to teach anybody anything, and yeah, just, just talk. Just shoot the shit like me and you would, and let people kind of just be part of the conversation. I think and, that'd be and, good because we we talk about a lot of stuff, and we and we even yeah we we talk about live sports, kids, uh, who's happening, who's not, how we're changing. Yeah, how man. We're just, yeah, we just shoot the shit, you know. I know exactly. you don't talk like that, but I do. See, you go to yeah, church you, you, and you talk one way. I go to church and I talk my way. <laughs> <laughs> because, you see, my God, my God's going to be like, now, Cardone, when I get to the to pearly gates, I think it's going to go down like this. Yeah, oh, my God, me. bro. I've been, I've been waiting for you, man. Sit down. <laughs> sit down. He, he's he's going to have a cigar and he's going to, would you like one? I know you like them. And, and, and he's probably going to pour me a little cognac. He's like the best yep. cognac in the world. And he's going to be like, now, look, a lot of cussing going on down there, bro. A lot of showing off. Yep. Okay, but. so he's going to go down a ledger. He's going to go down a ledger, Tim, right? Okay, a lot of cussing. Okay, you did that one. Okay, a lot of showing off. You did that one. And then I think, I think God's got a ledger. And he's going to be, because he didn't expect me to be perfect, right? I think he. Exactly. He knew. Right? He knew. That, he knew. He, he created me, so he's got to take responsibility for this. He's, I'm a, he's like, man, a lot of cussing. You didn't cheat on your wife. I'm going to give you a check, check mark on that. No cheating. Um, you showed up. You, you treated people. Some people you didn't treat right. Oh, geez. you punched some, this guy in the face. I saw you do that. But all these other people, you helped. And he's going to be like, you know what, man? Finish that cigar. Come on in. You got a membership. Yeah, I know that. Because his grace is sufficient. But Grant, let me tell you something I loved. When I saw you coming out of the Drake Kanye West con concert, you were at the Kanye West Drake concert. That was cool. Thank you. Awesome. Right. Tim, Life is I, good. I, I just want to remind everybody we have a hard stop in three minutes. Like we're shutting the room down in three minutes. So. I don't know if there's any quick, anybody want to add any quick, like a takeaway or a share? Uh, Tim, you want to finish it? It's up, it's yeah, up let's, to you, bro. Let, You're let, in me, charge. let me finish the last three minutes because I think, number one, Natalie Dawson did a fantastic job. Make sure we get her book, okay? And we have all the information there. And, David, I'm so proud of you. So proud of you, man. Even the way you're moderating and people don't realize what a good speaker you are. If you're having a conference or if you want David on your podcast, make sure and reach out to him. He's super good at what he does. He's a caring, loving person. He's a personal friend. And then it's always good when Grant Cardone comes on. Don't you think, David? 
Amen. Yeah, 10x, baby. It's right on my profile picture. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a privilege, Glenn Lundy, to come on every other week and just dialogue with people. I like to bring on good guests for like the first 20 minutes that would just share because I have a very strange life where I get to meet so many amazing human beings on a weekly basis. I'll be with two more today that are people that do amazing things in the world. So I like to bring them on and hopefully you enjoy that. And God is good. Life is good. I'm done, David. What's next? I'm going to share something because something that you said in something that Grant said, you, you had said, you know, change your heart and, and, um, and Grant had said, oh, I don't know if I can change my heart or not, but I think when we, when we take actions, the right actions over and over and over and over and over consistently, it, at least for me, it, it did change my heart because I, I had a really tough heart growing up. And I think just doing things over and over and over and consist doing the right things, right, Tim? It's not it's not just doing things, but it's doing the right things. Well, and, yeah, you uh, can change can. your heart because there's there diff there's different hearts. There's the, the the prideful heart, there's a jealous heart, there's a cheerful heart, there's the merry heart. So biblically, there are different types of hearts. And people will 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 show you their heart by their actions. There's a lot of people that could see somebody homeless and not try to do anything or see even their brother or sister in despair and not care. And so that, that shows your heart, but you can have a change of heart. And that usually happens by renewing your mind. Amen. So there's a scripture on that Romans 12. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's what I did. Amen, Coming brother. straight out of Compton, I renewed my mind and changed my whole life. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.